Nation. You're on the dock with Pastor Troy, Mother Beth, Lucas, and Donna Kanuski. She's on the um, she's the she's the master of ceremonies over there. She's on the whole board over there. And I just ate six Oreo cookies. So I'm wired up, ready to go. Here we go. We're on the dock.org every Tuesday and Thursday. Donna's doing her she's directing. She's our executive producer, but today she's also our our director, she's not the executive director, she's sitting next to the executive director, but she's directing this telecast episode, and we'll see how many times he slaps her hand. We're going to keep a count. Every time she re he has to reach over and correct something, we're going to start. Have you done any yet? Are we at zero? Or are we? There's already one. <laughs> Let me get I'm going to put them. <laughs> we got one. Okay. Okay. We're going to see if we, we get the, if we, yeah. Yeah, you got to turn, hey, yeah, you got to turn best microphone on now. Hang on. That's number two. Number two. Mother Beth, how you doing? I'm great. I'm still, I thought the director just sat in a chair and did nothing. Well, that's what he's doing right now. Is, well, he's actually having to work. He, oh, he points he's things the director. Out. He's the executive director. But the, the like the console directors have to do stuff. So, oh, yeah. okay. Let me finish my intro. On the doc.org every Tuesday and Thursday, <laughs> we're on conversations that propel you. Uh, probably you want to turn us off. Propel your faith out of the shells into the deeps. Hang out with us. It's going to be great. This is Donna's first. Be gentle. She's ready to go. Out of the shells into the deep. We're on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Rogue Rumble, and SermonNet. And you can you can comment on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, get her. Tell us to leave her alone or, or keep count with us. She's at two right now. She's got two. Keep count. Keep two. We're going to do good. Now, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe three, but I think it's two. Just two. Oh, we're at three. Hang on. Let me get Okay. All right. We're at three. Uh, hit subscribe, like, notify, tell other people about us. Be contagious with On the Dock. Help us out. Go to my Patreon. One of our focus this season as we kick off season three is to ask you to consider being a my Patreon partner. Four levels of partnership. Go check out those tiers. Download the pa my Patreon app. Look up On the Dock with Pastor Troy. You'll find us there. You can also go to our website at onthedock.org. There it is right there. And you can get a link over to my Patreon or download the app. Be a partner. There's also three levels of sponsorship. So you, your business, your organization, uh, yourself could sponsor an episode. We'd love to have you here. There's different levels. Uh, we'll talk about your product. Put your product, if you <laughs> got a mug or something, we'll get you out here. We'll talk about what you do. We'll even maybe bring you on and do a, a show or series with you. Love to have you. Go to my Patreon. Check that out. Again, on the doc.org. Find out about that. Email us at info at on the doc.org. You can talk to Donna. Give her any pointers you want to on how to properly direct the show. She already knows how to produce the show. She's, you know, now she's got to get behind the key. So we're ready to go here. You've got uh, Pastor Troy, Mother Beth. I'm going to show our couple's picture, Beth, today. Our couple's picture. There we yeah, are. I like that better. Yeah. Do you, give me some sort of sound effect, Donna. He has no idea. Not the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. G I just us. picked a button. I just picked a button. Do you know what they do, Lucas? Uh, I don't have them memorized. You don't have memorized? Yes, Mother Beth. <laughs> Maybe we should label them, Donna. No, it's much more fun this way. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is here today. He's our techno wizard executive uh, producer, our director on the show, and Donna Kranuski today. She's over there producing today, directing today, and uh, we don't have Colt with us today, but we'll have Colt back with us on our next filming episode. We'll keep count on him. He's coming back with one full day under his belt, so we'll see how he does. It will be real hard on him, Donna. I was going to ask if you, uh, like, counted on him. I didn't. We failed. We just did it to you because it feels funner. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but, but what we'll do... You know is, I've got a mute button over here. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Donna is in control right now. She's yeah, learning I'm, the power. I'm done. I'm done. No, no, no. You can, you, you're a part of the team. You know, that's why you got to... Did you put your camera on when you did that ah uh, no. no no okay that's four try it again donna say something and put your camera on do i have to yes you gotta put your camera on oh i mean gosh. why do we, we waste time to put a camera up there? The okay ejector yeah. the people want to see what you do okay i unmuted yeah you which is correct and you did that and then i turned on the camera and the buzz is still there, so the air conditioner must be running. So we figured out that our air conditioner is causing a, some sort of electrical thing. Lucas has got to solve these problems, and that's why he's the executive director, because he's got to solve these problems. Speaking Nobody of, else can. Is the temperature okay in here? I feel it feels wonderful to me. You eat a couple Oreos, who cares? Okay. I had Oreos. If you Hey, if there's Oreos in my teeth, people, I do not, I've not been using meth. I don't have black teeth because of that. It's Oreos, so just checking here. We're building a Stronger Church series, The Resistance training camp 
rule number five, part five. Rule five and part five, they go together. Um, they kind of have a new deal for this deal. All right, they won't always go like that, but they will They will for this. So we're here on the show. We're ready to go. Got Mother Beth here and um, the team here. And, and Donna, you're going to hear from. You might see her if she remembers to switch her camera. But uh, remember, she's working on this. So it's going to be her first episode when she loads this. It'll be like a, like a newborn baby. She won't just produce it. She will direct it. It should be like, I'm the person behind it. So she's excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to have these guys learning to do this, and I'm glad they stepped up to help us do that. Now that Lucas is married, I can't get him all the time to come here. He's got to get these guys trained so we can. Sometimes our guests can't come the one hour that his new wife will let him be out of the house. So, so no, no. Maybe she just likes the fact that he can come home for an hour. Yeah, she likes that. I don't know. Because he does have another job. He does have a few jobs. So, a few. So. Yeah. All right. We're talking about resistance, you being the resistance. We're not asking you to go out there and resist right now. Part of our goal in this series is to get you in training so that when the season comes, when you get that opportunity, you'll be prepared and ready uh, to be tested by God and the enemy will be defeated and you will be a good and strong witness. That's our goal uh, in all of this that we're doing. And uh, we've been talking about James 4, 7 is a heart of this. So we want you to humble yourselves. We want you to resist the devil and he'll flee, but you resist the devil because you've built up a strength, inner core strength, um, push-ups and setups and all those things build core strength up. So when you have to do things, you have something to pull together. The Bible says, verse eight, come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands. You sinners, purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided. God wants us to, to, to not be divided. He wants us to be clean and, and live a holy life so that when we need to stand up for him, we can stand and the devil will have no authority on us. So that comes through what we call spiritual isometrics or resistance training. It's like doing calisthenics, but we're talking about the spiritual calisthenics. And we're all about that right now, trying to help you uh, be ready to help us uh, make a change in the church. The world is flipped. Uh, we used to be a godly world. We're kind of a secular world mm. now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, godly cr people used to be the majority. Now we're the minority. And the only way to do that is for you to get in playing shape out there on the dock fans, get in playing shape so that you can serve the Lord and begin to lead people back to Christ. On our last episode, we talked about helping people get up on the rock to get up on the rock. They have to see the manifestation presence of God in your life so they can realize God is real. So many people think God and Jesus is almost like Santa Claus. You know, it's not. God is real. And we have got to be living witnesses to him again in this day. Well, let's go to our scripture here. Um, I want to read to you from Matthew 7. We're going to get to rule number five. And here we go. Matthew 7, verses 24 through 29. Just one screen. It's a short little, little text. It's actually one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It is the verse behind the song that I will have sung at my funeral on Christ the Solid Rock. And the other song that will be sung at my funeral, uh, they can sing other stuff, but It Is Well is the one of the other two that I have. I have those on a uh, big, I got to get a frame. I got, big, I got two fr a frame in front of my office door that's got those lyrics to both of those songs there. And it says Troy's final song. So whoever is in charge of my funeral will grab that and take it and hand it to the keyboard player and say, play these two songs and stick them in a hole. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. And I'll be happy. That's what I want, right? And uh, Beth and I already know where we're going to go. We got it. We bought us a little place out out the Heron Cemetery. We know right where it is, sitting near some of our friends out there. There's a nice tree, and we've gone out there and kind of sit on top of it, uh, like living. So I'm ready for it. So I am ready in season, in a season, out of season to be with the Lord. Some days I wish I could be closer than others. You guys ever just think about, you know, some days? You know, I, I like to live for Jesus, and. Uh, Paul says living for Jesus is good, but Paul said also to die for Jesus is to gain. Every now and then you think, man, I wish he'd bring me home. And he's not going to do that. I know. I think the more you say that, the more he goes, he's not coming right now. <laughs> he hasn't learned. He hasn't learned just to put his head down and plow. So uh -huh. I need to put my head down and plow. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. If you're with us, listen closely. Don't go to sleep while you're driving. No. Matthew 7. 24, anyone who listens to my teachings, these are the words of Jesus, and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house on the solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. 
When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teachings, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. I don't know what that says about the teachers of his day and the religious law. It's probably pretty rough, obviously, because I think it just makes real good sense if you're going to build something and you want to have a good, strong foundation, you know, you need to get it on on something solid. Um, Our text, again, is one of my favorite, the core behind one of my favorite hymns is that if you live a solid faith, then if tomorrow is my last day or today is my last day, then you know you're ready. You're on the rock. So there's a security to that. It also lets me know that if it's not my day and I got to take on challenges, I'm in a position where I have a chance to plant myself and be protected. I'm not going to be undermined or under or eroded. So I just love that whole text. So the rule five, I'll tell you what it is in a minute. You're going to get rule five. It's going to be a little bit backloaded here. Uh, I front loaded it on the last one, but rule five is a rule and a message that I want to talk to you about today is about planning is about planning. So in training camp in sports, you, you're training in essence, for the future games and the future season. You're building playbooks and planning for future needs of those plays. You, you're, you're, you're preparing game scenarios. When we go to uh, out to Pittsburgh to watch the training camp, they always do a thing called seven shots. They take the ball down inside the 10 and tell them they have seven shots or 20 yard line and say they got seven shots to score. And and, and what, they, what they do is they, they grade them based on uh, how many times they score in those seven shots. So, I mean, the perfect score would be to score in all seven plays. That would be like, man, you're really good in the red zone. So, and, and then if, and sometimes they don't score at all. And then you go, oh my gosh, we're gonna have a terrible, you know, pressure because it's pressure. It's tight. Uh, plays in the red zone are different because when you're on the 10 yard line, you only have 20 yards of field. You have 10 yards uh, before the goal line, 10 yards in the end zone. So everything's quicker. You don't have as much room for receivers to run around. You have uh, you, the, the defense can, can kind of sit down in a zone across the end zone and say, here's a line you can't come. And you have 10 yards to run the ball. So it's not as easy to run it to the end zone. So everything's compressed. And so you both have to be very disciplined. So this message is like preparing for down the road when we're in the red zone and we need to really pull out the play and be ready for a real world experience. So the message is about planning. It's about preparation and it's about building on something uh, for a time when we need real experience. Um, it, so, so let, let me start with this, with this graphic and in in this statement that I, I got to find it now. I'm in the wrong page and I'm, I'm just, I'm in the wrong zone. This is what Oreos do to you. I can't give you that one yet. Hang on. I'm coming. Oh my goodness. Oh, could, could, could Should I, I be talking? Oh, yes. You want me to talk? Yeah. Well, I don't really have anything to talk yeah. about. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a moment of panic. You, yeah. Do you have the wrong? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not sure yet, though. So just, you know, I, I, I could, but I, I'm not sure. Hmm. No, it looks like it's the real one. No, it's the right one. I don't know why I'm having so much hard time. It's because of Donna. Are you having a stroke? No, I'm not having a stroke. I'm having an Oreo moment. Okay, here it is. It's not about the now. So what we're talking about is not about the now. We're talking about being ready for the now. Does that make sense to any of you? What we're talking about today on, on the dock as you drive along or sit along or listen along, we're not talking about the now. We're talking about being ready for the now. Being ready for the now. You guys aren't getting this, are you? No. You guys are all having brain freeze or something. You're, you're, we're not even, no Dairy Queen, no nothing. <laughs> I don't understand. You, let me, it, okay, let, let me go deeper. Expound. Okay. You can get ready for now, for what the enemy in the life will bring tomorrow. So what we're doing on this episode is not for the now. We're preparing you for what the enemy's going to do to you later so that tomorrow you'll be ready to have that play to score. When the enemy comes against you and wants to keep you from getting what God wants you to have, we're going to train you now to be ready for then. Because right now we're we're in here. We're on the dock. Nothing matters. We're we're chilling. We're relaxing. I've got a new cup of tea here. Man, it's nice. So you're, we're you're under no what threat. you're saying is we're under training now for when the now gets here. 
we're in training now for when the stuff hits the fan tomorrow. That now. That now. Okay. So it's not about the now. It's about being ready for now. For so that now. That now. For when it goes like now's the time. Yeah. You know, when you're training in, in training camp and you're out dribbling the ball, Lucas, and you're doing soccer drills, that's not about when, when he does soccer drills. Right. It's not about the now. It's about when he's in the game and he needs to be able to do that to score the winning goal. Got it. So we're not about the now. We're about getting ready for the time when he, we need him now. You know, so that that's kind of where we are right now. And, and and you listen, this is a truth. I mean, this is a 35 year pastoral truth. Okay. You will rise or fall based on what you did in your life yesterday. How you prepare yourselves will determine your success tomorrow. Your ability to it's, yeah, exactly. If you've worked out and you've worked that muscle and then you have to make this lift later, you'll be able to handle it. You know, you'll be able to, you'll be able to handle it. And let me say, I did something that was so, <laughs> I used up, I mean, I got a few, I'm getting, my beard's completely gray now. You can kind of see it there. And, and, and my hair still got a little darkness too, so it's nice, but starting to get around the edges. But I, I used to be a power lifter. I, I, I could bench press 400 plus pounds, squat, 750, 800 pounds, easy. I've leg pressed as much as a thousand, you know, that's when you look back on a press. And I was doing some of that when we were in ministry 30, 40 years ago, or 30 years ago. Yeah, before. before that, no, in the 2000s. Before we were married. Yeah, we were yeah, married. yeah, yeah. But I, but I, but I, I mean, I did tons of that, you know, I, and I'm still, Beth says I'm still strong, but I am not strong anymore. You're very strong. I'm a wuss. She says I'm strong because the way I put jarless. You're a strong no, man. Yes. No. So, so we were out. You are, I'm, but you're you're not. Uh, you haven't been working on your. Uh, yeah, I have outward my, yeah, looking. I've got the strong frame, but it is not my my ready for now is not ready for the now now. So, uh, but but I still have a little ready memory. I have like, like some, you know. So I was at this incredible weekend experience with uh, Ben. Uh, who's one of our co-hosts a lot of times, Odalini, he, he's our worship uh, pastor here at Community Faith. And he was at a thing called a Man Up Conference and uh, hosted by a guy named Terry from Integrity Roofing, team of men, a group of men. Phenomenal weekend experience for men getting away. Um, I went out there to cook a pig for them for, uh, for a Saturday meal and stayed up all night cooking a credible pig. And Ben was my pig co-host so he was there to help me handle the pig and move the pig and set the pig up and do all this stuff with the pig so we were we were getting we got the pig on the table there and we got him all mustered up and then put all the seasoning on him he's on the table getting him all prepped and we were gonna flip him up we had jacob with us jacob who goes to church here scout jacob jacob and there's the three of us were getting him all mustered up and we're getting ready to lift the pig and we look around and jacob doesn't look like he's done a lot of weight training so so Ben and I said, I think Troy and I'll get this ourselves. And this is a 150 pound pig. So we got to lift him up from the table up to a two foot higher stainless steel table. Cause Jacob had a good idea. We were going to carry him over and put him on the grill. And Jacob says, why don't you put him on that cart and roll him over? I said, boy, maybe uh, not working out, but the brain works fine. You know, said, good idea, son. So, so we got over there and Ben and I finally decided though, I, I said, well, why don't you two get that in or I'll, get this in he said not true i think you ought to lift us okay so i looked at ben ben said let's do it on three let's lift the pig and i said now ben just a second i know you're young and strong and you're virile still you got young kids i wish you one day now this is heavier than it looks for me and 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 lucas had look look he had the the butt end the butt end of a pig's much heavier because it got the hams the bigger i had the head ends so got a little bit of head but the arms are smaller and so i thought man this is gonna be tough so so we get ready to lift the thing and move, and 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 man, Ben says, "Oh, you you can do it. You're strong." And I said, "Ben, I know I look 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 big, but it's not what you think anymore. This used to be no. I did I used to take these pigs when I was younger doing pigs. I just throw them on my shoulder. Throw them. I would literally have taken that pig. We've done them in our yard. I would have thrown him over my shoulder, take him over, and thrown him in the grill. Okay, right. not anymore. No. Ben lifts that pig up, jerks it over, and I'm still trying to lift it off the table." You know, and Ben's got it up waiting on me. I'm trying to get the front end moving. And I looked at Ben and I said, Ben, this is going to cost me, but I'm going to do this. I'm kicking it in. I got, it went up. I was just like, it's up. I moved it over, 
boom, we dropped it right on the table perfectly. And I looked at Ben and I said, that just took five more years off my life. You know, I just used the last bit of my grandpa's strength. Awful. So now poor, my poor grandchildren will think I'm feeble. I burnt up the last of all I worked. So all my workout is about gone. You know what I mean? So I, I'm going to have to go back to the gym and see if my old physique can get ready now for what the life brings me tomorrow. In other words, I almost couldn't handle that pig, which has been easy in the past because I hadn't been putting the work in and I've just gotten old, fat and soft, you know, and you're going to rise and fall based on what you did yesterday. And, and to be honest with you, honestly, Ben was probably holding more of the pig or we'd have dropped the pig and that well, wasn't been terrible. So I, I want to say this life I got this on the formula. Yeah, it's a true story. I mean, I, I we got done. We got ready to push the thing. On, and I said, Ben, just give me a minute. I need to recover for a second. You know, there were lots of other men there. Why didn't they you were get all somebody? doing? They were doing man. They were doing man camp things. Well, that's know? a man camp thing. It was me, Ben, and you just and couldn't Jacob. do it. You just couldn't. Wasn't no, I did it. No, I did. No, it. I mean, you just couldn't ask somebody else to do it for well, you. Lord, no, it's a man camp. Wasn't no, the right. name of the camp man up? Yes. Well, then. I man, I manned up. Everyone could have manned up. Yeah, but they weren't. I didn't no, want. No, he manned up. I manned, <sighs> up. I manned up. Come on, girls. We almost had a man down. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it was something else. Beth will tell you. I came home the next day, got in bed at three o'clock, and got up the next morning. Yeah. So it, it put me down, you know. Um, life equals time. So, so when Lucas was talking about there doing doing curls and stuff and the dribbling and the drill, you know, it takes your life and time to practice those things. And so, what you did yesterday, your time in, in your life have value. And so, you got to make sure you do do make good choices with that time, because when you spend an hour here, that's an hour less that you have over here. So, do you understand? We have to understand that 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 what we have to offer God, honestly, is truly our time. God owns us, the dirt and everything we have. The pig was his. Uh, what we have that's ours is our free will choice of what we do with our time. And that's our ultimate gift. So so that, that's really kind of what I want to share is that, that what we're talking about today, I think, is getting you ready so that you'll be ready for your ready time later when, it's, when now is the time that you got to lift the pig. And I mean this spiritually. Now's the time when you take on that devil. Now's the time when you got to deal with this crisis and your faith needs to shine in that time. It's not going to shine because of what you do then. It's going to shine because of the Bible reading you did over the last five years or the prayer you've been doing or the study or where you've been faithful. It's going to impact how you handle it. Everything else we have that we have in our life uh, or, or given in our life um, is his. But when we earn stuff, while the sweat and the time of our brow, it becomes a part or a piece of our life because it took our time to, to get it. When people earn stuff, it means more to them than if they're given stuff. I mean, there's a lot of people today that love be given stuff because our society, everybody expects to be given stuff. But have you ever noticed that people that are given stuff don't keep stuff long? They don't seem to ever have anything long. But but you go out and you make your car payments and you earn your car, you will treat your car differently than if somebody gives you a car to drive. Yeah, you know, you know, what's that? When you pay, you pay attention. Yeah, exactly. I think that's true, and I think the same is spiritually true. When you, when you, when you pay spiritual attention to your body, you'll reap spiritual rewards, and you'll, and you'll, and, and you, when you treat God like He's significant, and you give God your time, it really, really changes everything. It becomes it, when you give God your daily time to read the Bible. I start today. Every day I got up this morning, like six fifteen, and I, and I got up and I spent my first 40 minutes reading the Bible and praying first, first 40 minutes. Then I got all cleaned up and spiffied and shaved and, and, and then came over here to work. I was over here before eight, go, getting ready to go. Trying to talk me into getting out of bed. I went into the bedroom and said, I'm done with the bathroom. You can get up now. You didn't move. Did you? How long did it take you to move? Well, a bit longer. We won't talk about well, that. Then it becomes, but when you get up and you give God that Bible time and you give him that, that Bible time today, tomorrow, next day, 10, 12, 15 years later, over time, that becomes a real offering. That's significant. That's real sacrifice. So not for the item's value, but for the lifetime behind the value. And, and that's how we really give God the glory is choosing to give God our time 
the first of our time, the first of our fruits. And that's why the tithe is so important. That's why the, the early shall I seek you time, the time with the Bible prayer is so important. I did read my Bible though. <laughs> By the time you read. Not at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a fresher date. Church, on the dock, listeners, listen here. God's team, the resistance, is found in people that want to honor a life lived on the foundation of truth. And the time is now to impact your tomorrow. So right now is where you put the work in, not for now, you put the work in so that you'll be ready to lift that pig. I don't mean the pig, but spiritually lift that, meet that challenge uh, tomorrow. I was able to lift that pig for Ben based on my past strength because I still had enough strength to do so. I am aware that it is very waning. And so if there's going to be another pig lifted, this fat boy is going to have to get back to doing what you said, some curls in advance, you know, and, and, and some more couch, less couch presses, you know, and more of that. Hey, yeah. those are tough. Yeah. I've noticed that it's getting harder to push up off the couch these days. You know, you know, it is good for you. It is at the, my best, my best muscle has always been my tricep. Oh, that tricep's not there is because you got to use that one to get out of the chair in the recliner. You know, that one's the one that gets you up. That was always my strong, because that's your bench press muscle. And so it's also the one that gets you off the couch. And when you're fat like me, you need that one for sure, you know, or you're stuck. But the problem with that, it helps nothing with that pig. You need the curls. You need the colors of the girl. Yeah. yeah. My shoulders are like, hey, he's sitting here. It's watching the TV. Doesn't do anything for you. So same thing spiritually though. It, you know, we need to be doing things to get ready. It's just some little barbells that you could <laughs> have barbells. at the chair and you could do a little. That pig weighed more barbells. I'm no, but you could do a little barbell lifts while you're sitting there. Jesus's mission and desire for everybody in the sound of my voice, including you, Beth. You could do these too. Is for us as disciples to do what we said in the last episode, to rescue the perishing. How do we rescue the perishing if we don't have the stamina to do so? And to do to rescue the perishing, you can't have the stamina then, you've got to build it back then. You know, and that's why when I, when I talk to churches and go, can you help us with this uh, family fun day? And they go, oh, we can't because our, we have volunteer fatigue. We can't cook hot dog. You know, it's going to tire us out. I'm thinking, man, your people aren't in very good shape to serve the Lord, you know. You know, we only do this one time a year. You know, maybe you store something up for it, you know. Same week every year. This is our godly work, our holy task, our commission is to present, listen, to present the rock to the world, to, to present the light of Christ, to offer the hand of Jesus uh, and the power of the Holy Spirit to the world. And then we go, well, I'm too tired. I can't get off the couch. My 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 curls will not. You know, I, I I my curls are now limited to a twelve ounce cup of coffee. You know, well I got that one down. I can do that muscle memory for drinking a cup, but you don't have muscle memory for serving in the soup kitchen or are serving in your church in a ministry or are are going out to take a walk with somebody to talk to them about Jesus. You know, lots of things you could be doing. Um, we, our call, and I'm going to show you this in a second is to pull people. This is amazing. I learned this from another young man. I'm going to tell, about, tell you about him in a minute. Our call is to pull people, rescue the perishing, is to pull people from the muck and out of the quicksand. And if you've ever had your foot, you ever gone out and got your boot stuck in the mud and it sucks down? Yep. You, you could pull your shoe off and be walking yep. barefooted in the mud, right? Right. You've done that. Beth grew up in pig pens or does pig farmer. You can get your moot, boot stuff. Cows. Cows. Yeah. 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 And then you pull your foot out. Now your Every foot's time. walking and poop. Every time I yeah, end up riding time. on his back. Yeah. yeah. So your dad, your dad would carry you out. Yeah. Your dad. Well, no, I would get, I would go until I got my boot stuck and then. Your dad carry you out. I, he'd carry me the rest yeah. of the way. Your dad made you soft. That's why you were in bed too late this morning. Oh. Ooh. I fed. Those cows and pigs, I have you know, I carried <laughs> buckets of feed. Well, in the morning when I get up and take off for the office in the morning, I'm going to go, cock-a-doodle-doo, the pigs and the cows want to eat. Get up, I, go, girl. And I'll say, I do not live on the farm any longer. Yeah, we're, I, Lucas, I was going to see if her muscle memory would jump her out of the bed and go, oh, gosh, guys. Animals, yes, you do. We got like well, a whole yes, I do. hey, and we had a possum back. And we had a new young possum, a new possum back. 
a new baby possum. So we'll try cute. to get pictures for you on the dock so you can see it. Okay, so our, our task is to pull people up from the muck and out of the quicksand and and out of and away from destruction. How do we do that if we're not training ourselves to be ready to meet those tasks? And if we don't do that, then then we how do we have communion with the saints if we can't, you know, even lift one up? The text was this text that I'm gonna that that I'm gonna share with you in a second is really a good text. It was unlocked for me at one of our on the docks in last year's season. Johnny Wyckoff uh, did a show with us, and go watch his uh, is it three part series, three part series. Um, go check it out. You can watch it in its first run early in 23, probably, uh, or, or late in 22, and probably in the best of, you can find it in our best of series late this year. But Mr. Johnny Wyckoff is a Southern Illinois guy, uh, le leads a lot of worship and rock around here. I think he attends Purpose House Church. He's on their platform. Just a fine young man. Always I plays a family, his yet. I'll have family to watch fun it. day. I yeah. like him. And he, 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 he talks about this in his episode. He said his mission statement, was was his mission this is his credo statement so i'm gonna get to it uh, he says you know the rock and sand stuff he says young brother wyckoff shared that one of his credo verses when he and i thought this is for this dude is like nothing years old and he's got a, he's got a <laughs> no he's got like a solid he's grew up in the church his family's yeah he's not yeah, yeah i yeah, mean he's he, what is he 20 21 oh, he is but young. he's been okay. been serving the lord 20 i mean his mom is christian he's got a head yeah yeah rock yeah, yeah he's a, we love it yeah he throws that hair around and just stuff um but go watch him he's great we, there's some we feature some music in that don't we uh lucas so you'll be able to see him he play. was our only encore band yes at, at family fun day this yeah, year he's got day. the first ask for an encore of any band yes. that we've ever had so it was awesome so it was really good and uh, so johnny says this he says my credo verse is psalm 40 verse 2 and 3 Psalm 40, and he says, I'm going to tell you what he said the credo was, then we'll go read the psalm. He said, my credo is that God brought me out of the muck, the quicksand of life, and put me on the rock on solid ground and gave me a new song to sing. What a credo. I love that. My credo is to dream dreams and plan plans so grand that if God's not in them, they're doomed to fail. His is that God brought me out of the muck and the quicksand and then put me on a rock on solid ground and gave me a new song to sing. So he's singing that song. I like that. I love that. And he takes it from Psalm 40. So I looked up Psalm 40 for us. I wait patiently for the Lord to help me. He turned me, he turned to me and heard my cry. It's like your dad, Beth. He lifted me up out of the pit of despair, out of the mud, miry clay or muck in the King James and the mire. And he set my feet on solid ground. See, my dad was ready. Your dad was ready. Yeah, he set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. What are they putting the trust on? That you have the new song that you've gotten out of the muck, that you've gotten on the mire. They're going to see how you live. They're going to see how you how you do this. And many will see through you, the, go back to verse, uh, uh, rule four, your manifestation of God. And be in, not saved because of you, but inspired to their own salvation because of you. Does that yeah. make sense? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, that young man has one of the finest credos for a worship leading person that I've ever seen. And, and I'm going to say this. I, man, I don't know if I should say this. That young man, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, and we'll find out if anybody listens or cares. Um, yeah, we may have to edit this. Um, that young man played his heart out yep he was one of the last bands he was and i'm gonna i'm gonna love on him and say this um he was put in that position because of where he comes from a very large church the room should have been full mm -hmm. the room was full of those of us that were wrapping up the day and let me just tell you uh the people that are around him that know him need to get closer to what he's doing. He is hot. I know he's not their worship leader, but he is somebody driven by a spirit to lead worship. And and the, the, they didn't come out. I'm buzzing a little bit here. I don't know why all of a sudden. Well, I turned on my oh, mic because I wanted no, no, to no, ask go ahead. something. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, they missed out on that. Go ahead, Donna. Well, it didn't matter who was in the room. He didn't care. No. I loved it. No. His exuberance and he was praising the Lord and it really didn't matter. Right. And he yes. was just as happy when he got off that stage. Yep. If the room was full or not, he was he thrilled. Care. I loved it. It was beautiful to see. It and was, it, unfortunately, sometimes the people that are that are 
I want to say doing the best, that are the deepest, have the least people watching them or, or Isn't that, following there them. Are, let me just tell you, I'll tell you right now, there are preachers that can preach T.D. Jakes blind that have 12 people following them. Right. There are a lot of better preachers and worship leaders out there than you've ever known, and they just haven't met the producer from the Housewives of New York City, or they haven't made it to that platform. Right, right, right. They're only doing it for the Lord. That's right, right. that's right. right. And Johnny is somebody that does that. And and I just want to say this to you next year, uh, if you if you're connected to his church, Purpose House, come out and and you need to see, <laughs> you need to see, you need. To, I mean, other churches come out and supported their bands. Come come out supporting. He, he's on staff at Purpose House now. That's good. So hopefully next year they'll come out and support him because they have brought crowds out in the past, but he came out and represented them, and they need to come see him because they have a firebrand right there yeah. uh, for Jesus there, and he was impressive. And, you know, gosh, I'll make sure that people come out and see him, and I'll put him in a different spot or something next year, uh, next year. but I'll, I'll call and, and really encourage him to get some out. He's special. He um, you, can, you, you, you can read, study, and listen, church, on the doctor's You can know the Bible and have no relationship with the rock and his people. You can read the Bible's literature. You can have studied it. And there are a lot of people like that. The Pharisees, Sadducees, and so many are witnesses to this even today. Your attitude and behavior, your witness reveals whether you really have read, studied, and know know the Bible. And, and, And like he just played to play, or preachers that preach to preach. Beth and I preached for a couple, you know, months at a church of three and four or five people before I threw a fit and then made them reorganize. <laughs> but I preached just as good to a crowd of three. Yep. I, there are other times when we preached, we'd go someplace and fill in for somebody and there'd be four people there. Some of my first churches out past Goreville, that little town that had that church at the time, it's closed. Yep. And yep. we went there and they had, you know, four people. And you just preach your little brains out, you know. And and I think God God appreciates the fact that you are preaching the word in season and out of season and that one and the two matter. And if one or two matter, then he'll give you three or four or five or six or something like I'd that. I'd tell a funny story about that. Yeah. <laughs> we got there that night and there was like, I don't know, maybe six people there. I mean, maybe maybe 10 or 12. I'm not sure. You're being but kind. It's a, a, a decent sized church and they were, they're scattered all over the sanctuary for some reason. West Vienna? Was it West Vienna? I think so. And so before Troy preached, he made them all get up into the choir loft. I said, all you people stand up, walk up here. And I said, all of you come up here. See these, these four pews in the choir loft behind me, come sit down. And then I just turned the whole pulpit around. And I said, now that's a church. Y'all, this business is ridiculous. It was so funny. Yeah. I didn't last there long. I was only filling in. So when I was you're the fill-in, you can was, do stuff when, like that. Yeah, yeah. They had a good time, though. It was like, they did. It was they, great. They had a good time. It was fun. I hope you can see it and, and let it let, uh, let it get you ready to lay the foundation. We're going to rule five here pretty quick. This rule is going to give you a place to lay your head and enter into heavenly and family communion. Where where are we going with all this? So that, I guess, the question is where are we going? We are going to be the resistance to be the resistance. You got to be ready to hold something. You got to be ready to lead something. You got to be ready to do something. We, as the church, we, as Christians, as the body, we, as faithful followers of Christ are called to be the resistance. That means we got to be able to pull people up on the rock. We got to be able to, to not lift the pig, but we got to be able to lift the situation up in prayer. We got to be able to take on the challenge. We are called Listen, church, we are called to live on the rock. And when people come out seeking shelter, we need to be able to be that shelter for them. When they need solid ground, we need to be able to pull them up out of the muck because we know what muck is like ourselves. We need to pull them up out of faith, out of the miry muck, up to solid ground, and we need to show them a new song. And we need to demonstrate what we sing and then give them a new song and then add to the choir, and then all of a sudden you can have some people in the church. Church, we are called, we were the insiders for years. We were the insiders in all communities. And today we've become outsiders. We were normal in our society. Today, Christians are abnormal in our society. But in all honesty, Jesus knows all about this. He was, he was an outsider his time. He commissioned us not to be insiders or normals, but he commissioned us to be abnormal. He commissioned us to be outsiders. He said, you're not in this world. You're not, you're not, in, you're, you're not, not in of this world. Yeah. You're in, you're in the world, but not of it. 
we're supposed to be peculiar. We're a peculiar, very good, mm-hmm. a royal priesthood. It's a great word. We're different. We're not even of the mosaic thing. We're the McKizeldeck line. We're a different kind of priesthood. We're a priesthood not built on killing goats. We're a priesthood built on the blood of Jesus Christ, canceling any sin. We're, we're a priesthood built on a priest who pigs became the negotiating in for devils. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't see devils going, oh, Pharisees, would it be okay if we go into the pigs? You know, <laughs> do you mind? No, no, Jesus walks up to a man that's possessed, that's that ripped chains from walls and scared people. Jesus walks up and this powerful man that rips stuff and is demonic says, please don't torment me ahead of time, you know? You know, it just, it's like the demons were weakened in his presence. Yeah. We are called to be abnormal. We are not insiders. We are not normal. We're the resistance. And we are called to be warriors for Christ and to win back and bring back the lost sheep of Israel back to God. So we got it. What do we got to do? We have to humble ourselves. We got to get in the gym. We got to spiritually get in the Bible. We got to get in prayer. We got to resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Come close to God. He'll come close to you. Got to wash our filthy, dirty, unholy, worldly hands. We got to purify our hearts. mean, make them righteous. And we got to, we got to quit being divided in the world. Don't, don't do that. And, and, and let me, let me kind of, I'm, I'm going to be done here in just a few seconds here. So y'all get your questions ready. Okay. Here it is. If we want to reclaim our territory for God, our homes, our families, our businesses, our church, anything. If we want to reclaim our territory for God, if we want to see the church grow again and have a time of, of flourishing with the promise of God, we must first resist the devil ourselves. So we got to build some strength up so we can push back. And we're told he'll flee from us. So what do we have to resist? Compromise. I didn't say being nice. I said compromise. We can be nice and go, I'm not doing that. I sure appreciate you, but I, I'm not, I'm not into buying that. I'm not going to watch that. Um, we can, you know, we can watch something else. Or I guess I can go take a walk. Um, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to take part in this. I'm not going to be this. And, and as for me and my house, we're going to go over here. Y'all have a good time with that. We're not going to watch spooky. We're not going to watch scary. We're not going to watch them saw people in half. Or, you know, if we're, if anything's going to happen, sawed in half, we're going to read about James, uh, one of the disciples being sawed in half. You, you want to talk about something scary, you know, go read about what happened to the disciples for being the disciples in a time where everybody hated them for being disciples, which is like now. They all got killed. If you want to read something scary, go read Revelations. When God ends the war against the Jews, and the we talked about this in church last night, the bodies all across the, 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 the well, it's, it's the valley of Armageddon. I've been there. It's a field between mountains, but it says there it'll be a sea and a river of blood, like waist deep. That's how many people will be slaughtered and how the blood will run. You want to do spooky? Go read Revelations. Go read Daniel. Go read Ezekiel. Don't go watch some Stephen King twisted mind garbage. You know, garbage in, garbage out. Go read the Word of God. If you want to be scared, find out what it means to not know Jesus for eternity. Yeah, yeah. Be lost in sin, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Study that one. Yeah. You know, study some of that stuff if you want to do spooky stuff. But 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 re- resist compromise. Resist the muck. Don't go in the muck. When people start gossiping. About somebody saying, I'm not going to gossip. Let's go talk to him. You want to talk about so-and-so? Let's go talk to him. Oh, no, let's just talk about him. I think I'm going to go do something else because you don't want to do Matthew 18. You don't want to go deal with him. You just want to stir stuff up. Resist the fog of being woke to perversion. Everybody says, well, we got to be woke. You know, you got to accept people for who they are. No, we have to love people with the love of Christ. We don't have to accept their sin. You can love somebody without accepting their behavior. Right. Now, they'll tell you, if you don't accept my behavior, then you can't love an enemy. No, that's them saying that to you. You can still love them. I don't need your approval. I need God's approval. So we have to be comfortable and say, that's fine. If we're not going to talk, we're not going to talk. I still love you with the love of the Lord. I'm going to be consistent over here. And if you ever have questions, you'll see where I'm in. You'll come over. Go be the rock. You may have you, you may have kids that won't walk in your house. Your own kids may not walk in. But at some point in time, your kids are still your kids. And at some point in time, they're going to say, Mom, I need help. Dad, I need help. I mean, 
How are you going to help them if you're in the muck? You need to be up on the rock so you can pull them up. How are you going to help them if you're if you don't know where you are on the compass? You need to be north. You need to have a true north in Christ. How are you going to get somebody out of the out of the storm if you're not anchored in the veil yourself? And, and that's where we are today. We we go into the muck. We go into the mire. We compromise. You know, we're in the fog of being woke uh, to every perversion against God's way by an enemy jealous of his creative power because he can't create anything. He just has to pervert everything. What we have to resist, here, here's, here's how I'm going to end it with this, and then we'll get out of it. We have to re resist the devil's fruit, fruit pies. Resist the devil's fruit pies. Huh. We got I mean, all Eve had to say is, I'm sorry, brother, we're not having pie tonight. I know my husband would enjoy this, and he's kind of in agreement with me, but, but we've actually decided this is not good and pleasing for the site. It looks pretty on the outside, but we hear the inside's death because our father told us it is. Right. And we trust him. And had she let go, we could all still be naked and running around and happy. And we'd be just a bunch of us like naked and happy, you know. <laughs> the current shows out naked and afraid. We'd be naked and happy. You never they never do a show naked and happy. Because nobody's they're not been, very happy, are they? They're never happy. I, they, I saw the preview for one the other day, and the, the girl says, oh, I love being naked, and I love doing everything outdoors. And within six seconds, she'd stepped on three thorns, and she was on the ground crying and saying, this is horrible. Yeah. You know, oh, it's horrible. Oh. I got to go home. You know? So we, we were naked and happy. And, and we just won't be like that again outside the presence of God. No. There'll be a day when we can stand before God in our robes of righteousness. And then again, we'll be clothed in righteousness and happy. Let's go for that instead. So what's our last rule here? Let me give the rule and we're going to get off this episode. Does what I say, what I'm saying makes sense. You, you <laughs> yeah. let me, I'm going to go back before I quote this rule. I'm going I'm to go back and get it. Cause I think now y'all are going to understand where I was coming from. Cause I think I lost y'all. Y'all, y'all just, I mean, ah, we just owned no, 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 no. I think I lost you guys. I mean, it's not about the now it's about being ready for now. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so does it make more sense now? Okay. So, so the rule is it's not about now, but it's about being ready for now. So here's the rule. Here we go. Ready? Drum roll. You have a drum roll too. Build your, headquarters where you live on the rock stay out of the muck and the mire build on the rock and sing that new song they got you there and that'll keep you in a good place don't go out in the muck and the mire again stay on the rock and wait for people to say could you give me a hand up i'd like to try your perspective my boots are sucked in the mud can you help me out if you step down there into the compromise, if you take the fruit pie bait, you won't be able to get out either. And if everybody gets out and gets compromised, who will rescue the perishing? Mm -hmm. So surrender all, love Jesus and fear God. You get double portion strength from training in the room ahead of time and building spiritual stamina through spiritual warfare overcome evil with good and build your headquarters on the rock. Pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't think I look, I think like Lucas said, you got to do that ahead of time, not after the time you can't build that kind of strength. You can't build that kind of relationship with God at, just on the fly. You've got to be intentional right now. So get up in the morning a little earlier, get in the word, get in the prayer, spend some time doing some things, develop your relationship with other people, be consistent in that day in and day out, um, treat other people well, overcome evil with good. And then there's going to be an opportunity for them to say, can you help me up and make sure you're helping them up, not pulling them down. Cause if you're down in the muck, you're just going to pull them into your mess. Let's lift people up. But before that, get yourself up. And that's why we're in training camp. We want to get up there so we can help people get up there with us and build the kingdom of God and be the resistance. Any questions? I think that's a good thing. I hope if you have any questions, we'll, we'll see it. We'll see. We'll see if uh, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to test. I'm going to test Donna right now. Donna, we have the ability to let people reach out through social media, through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. And if you could throw that third screen up, I don't know if you've touched the third screen yet, but 
Oh, you haven't got the third screens yet. No, oh, no. oh, well, hey, don't worry. I got full screens. But go to our social media partners and 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 we would love to hear oh. your testimony of like Johnny Wyckoff, how you got up out of the muck and you got onto the rock. And we'd like to hear about what that new song is. Share that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Getter, or maybe go into one of the feeds on YouTube and just kind of share that in your comments and, and, and just make that an Ebenezer, your memorial stone. Share that with others because it will inspire others and let others know, hey, we've all come from places and we're all trying to get out of places and let's help other people get to where they can find Jesus and let's build a church that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. We will be back in the next episode. And uh, we'll take a look at rule six and that's getting close to the back end of our rules. And then we'll have an incredible uh, training camp graduation day coming up real soon. So join us at on the doc.org email at info on the doc.org uh, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google play, Facebook, Roku, rumble, and sermon we'd really like you to use YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes if you can. And again, those Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, getter, talk to us on that. What do you think, Donnie? If they talk to us, will you talk back to them? Of course. I okay. love to talk. We'd love to talk back to you. Tell us how you got up on the rock and uh, tell us how you're getting prepped now so you'll be ready for the then now. And I wonder if some of y'all understood that. I hope I didn't confuse everybody. And uh, hit subscribe, like, notify, tell others about the show. Don't forget to be a partner on Patreon. Go check that out. Download the My Patreon app. Four levels of partnership, three levels of organizational businesses, individuals. We can have you as sponsors on the show. We'd love to have you. If you don't have a church home, 10 o'clock on Sunday, 630 on Wednesday, come on out to Community Faith Church. If you live in Southern Illinois, we'd love to have you. You can watch us online at coftv.com. And if you aren't in this area and you, you want to find a home church, reach out to us and we'll try to help you find a church that's good Bible believing that will help you build a foundation on the stone in your area. Mother Beth, you got any final words? No final words. No final words. It's been fun. It's been fun. Lucas, thank you. How did Donna do? Good. I quit finding errors. What, what did we have her up to? I had her like maybe four. Five. four I think I, I had four, but I put a fifth because I bound to have missed something. Oh. <laughs> so pretty good five. So tomorrow we'll set the tone to see if Colt can do five. And then when we do the next episode, we'll see if she can beat five. Come back on the dock and find out if Donna wins or fails and beats five in the next episode as we come back at part six in our series, The Resistance Training Camp, Rule Six. We'll see you soon. I'm Pastor Troy. Get out there and live your life. Your headquarters on the rock. We love you. On the dock, Pastor Troy, Mother Beth, got Lucas and Donna. We'll see you soon.